Welcome to Postcast, where the Utah Jazz fall in game number six to the Denver Nuggets. Jamal Murray does it again, and the Jazz will face a game seven on Tuesday. We're talking all about it coming up on Postcast. Postcast is brought to you by the store at 600 South and 20th East, also located at the Gateway. Stop by, get the mudslide cookie because you probably are going to need one to make yourself feel a little bit better after this one. And stop by and see all the other great things there. All right, I'll open up the question uh, chat room for you as well. Uh, the story of the day is Jamal Murray goes for 50. He scored 92 points in, el- in elimination games. The Jazz simply can't stop him. He's in another place at another time. He's just been remarkable in the way he is playing and what he is doing. Uh, he went 17 of 24 today, 9 of 12 from 3. There's no question that guys are shooting better in the bubble than they ever have before. There's no question that guys are shooting uh, with uh, immense confidence in the bubble. Uh, There's something to the fact that everybody is uh, playing on the same floor and playing against this in, in the same setting every single night. And in turn, I think it's, it's, it's leading to better shooting. What Denver did today is ridiculous. The jazz defense has got to get better. The effective field goal percentage of Denver was 68%. Uh, the the Jazz defensive rating was about a 130. I, I said it earlier in the series. If the Jazz don't stop, start stopping someone in the series, it's going to get tough, and it's now tough. So we'll have a game seven. Probably what everybody expected. It was a 50-50 series from the start, and we've just gotten superhuman performances from both sides. Uh, and it's interesting. Denver has found different ways to get Murray. The fact is that on, on one of the things – For Murray, is the pick and roll with Jokic is not nearly as effective as it was early in the season, so they're finding other ways uh, to get him the ball and to uh, get him pick and roll action and using switches and letting him come off things on his own. And he is in turn just – he's playing with incredible, incredible confidence. I heard his post-game interview afterwards was remarkable. Denver is – Denver took 36 of their 71 shots as threes today. During the regular season, Denver shot 32% of their shots as threes. They hit 18 of 36 today. During the regular season, they shot 30, hit 36%. I mean, this is just not the same team, whether it's because of the bubble or because our defense is so bad or, or, or what it is. Uh, I don't know, but this is a completely different shooting team. It has been all series. I mean, frankly, the Jazz should have won game one. They should have won game four. Should have been 3-0 Jazz and then 3-0 Nuggets. That's disconcerting, by the way. The Nuggets have outplayed the Jazz now for three straight games. We had an out-of-body shooting experience, and one of them, they might have had an out-of-body shooting experience tonight. Uh, But that game, that was much closer. Only one lead change and one tie in this entire game today. Jazz got out early. I thought the game swung. It was 28-18 Jazz. Jokic goes out with two fouls. Plumlee in their bench comes in, shows great, great energy, and changed the game. Our bench was not good tonight. Plus minus on our bench. Bradley couldn't stay on the floor. Morgan got like a possession. Clarkson was minus 24 in 30 minutes. Niang was minus 19 in 20 minutes. And Gary Harris coming back, playing 21 minutes, gave them better depth and better players on the floor. It was a big deal. Jazz defensive rating today, a 130 plus. I mean, you just, you got no chance. 131. Denver's was, Jazz was a 118 offensively. You should win with that uh so we'll uh 
It, it's going to be a battle on Tuesday. Nuggets have all the momentum in the world. Jazz were as visibly frustrated as we've seen them on the floor. And then coming off the floor, they were equally as frustrated. Gobert kicking chairs. Donovan throwing a bike to the ground. It'll be interesting to see how this plays. All right. Um, let's go to the questions. Lee, kind of depressing. What are the chances the Jazz will win game seven? Probably 50-50, right? They've won three. They've lost three. It's been pretty even series, frankly, when you all put it all together. I think it's going to be really fascinating to see whether nerves have an impact on game seven in any way, shape, or form because there's no crowd, and so everything. It's a very different game seven. Jazz have never lost a series down 3-1. Nuggets have never won a series down 3-1, but I think that's all out the window because the bubble's so different. The good news is, frankly, that we're not playing in Denver. Huge advantage for the Jazz. Denver earned home court, and they don't get it. Well, here's the number one question. What do we need to do to at least slow down Murray in Game 7? We do not have anybody who can guard him. Like, Royce can't guard him. Ingles can't guard him. Clarkson can't guard him. Donovan's probably done the best of anyone, but you don't want to do that to Donovan for seven games. First, Rudy actually has probably done the best job of him in anything. Maybe be interesting to see whether or not the Jazz decide to switch one through five. I mean, that, you know, do you trap it? And then they got Jokic suddenly conducting out of the top on a four-on-three with his passing. Jokic's nine assists is a bigger problem to me tonight that suddenly he's now passing, getting everybody else involved. What adjustment is Quinn going to make on Murray for game seven? Daniel, same question. I think you're going to just have to, there's no one thing you can do to a guy who's that hot. You're going to have to alter the looks. You have to try to analyze, you know, give him different approaches and probably have to have a plan for the final five minutes you haven't shown at any other point. This is the stupidest comment I've seen all day. This will be one of the worst 3-1 chokes in NBA history. No. Unique environment, everything different. It'll be the first ever 3-1 loss in NBA history in the bubble. It will not be one of the worst chokes in NBA history. Come on. Silliness. Uh, please change how we're guarding Murray. Are we going to throw a double team? So if you double team at 35 feet, which maybe we're going to have to do, but you're broken at that point. You're now playing four on three defense against NBA players. Um, and so that I think is, that is, I think the bigger problem. I don't know that that's a viable answer. I think you're gonna have to do it, but I don't think it's a viable answer. How did Joe Ingles go? Not very well. Joe Ingles tonight, one of four. He was plus four. No rebounds. That's actually the most disconcerting part about his game. On a, against a team that offensive rebounds tremendously. Uh, luckily tonight they only had 22%, but no rebounds by Joe. Four assists, no turnovers. We, we, we used him a lot early in the pick and rolls trying to make Jamal Murray play some defense because they're hiding Murray on Joe. And then didn't stay with it. When Mike Conley's been on the floor coming into this game in this series, Joe Ingles is two, was two of seven shooting. In 70 minutes with Mike Conley on the floor, Joe Ingles is shooting two of seven. Now, here's the other part about it, though. Great. We're not, this is one of the things that drives me crazy about stuff. The team with Joe Ingles and Mike Conley on the floor together coming into this was shooting 55% from the field. 58% from the three. So great. It might not be good for Joe. Then Joe better figure out a way to make it work. Because we can't, you can't alter what's working for a team just to get Joe Ingles involved. 
But when Mike Conley and Joe Ingles have been on the floor together going into this game, the offensive rating was a 128. So the fact that Joe seems to fade away and get disconnected from the game when he's not has the does not have the ball in his hands to play pick and roll Joe is disconcerting. He's taken seven shots in 70 minutes. When Joe McConley's off the floor, he's taken 33 in 96 minutes. He's 10 of 20. He's much better. The team's not as good. We need Joe to be like Boyan. Get out, run, get open threes early in the offense. That's the role he's got to play right now. Pick and roll Joe, who is very good, is not necessarily what the Jazz need right now. Because Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell are killing it on the pick and roll. And so we ran a lot of pick and roll early and got him going a little bit. And the fact of the matter is, on the season, Donovan's our best pick and roll guy. 1.01 points per. Mike is, uh, Joe is second, and Conley's right there with him, depending who he's running the pick and roll with. Donovan and Rudy have the best pick and roll on the team. But we've got Joe. Joe is, Joe is vital to our success in Game 7. Joe did not have a very good playoff last year. He's having a good statistical playoff this year, but not a, you know, we'll see. Uh, this, this seems a little harsh. Trail says Ingles and O'Neal don't have what it takes. Yeah, let's. Like it was fine the first four games of the series. I keep waiting for Denver to cool off. Grant was the difference tonight, though. Some Jason. I would agree 100%. Coach Q was. Ab. I think he's meaning abdominable or. Yeah. I don't know what he means. Okay. I mean, everyone wants us to have double teamed. It's an easy answer. But I I think you got to have it. It's hard to double team if Jokic is popping back. If they're running a guard on guard, maybe we should double team. But we're running, they're running the, the guard on guard issue to get certain matchups against our guys if we and we and we're switching. I'm interested to go back. I've gone back and charted every single one of Murray's games. And right now he is playing you know he is playing at an incredible. Uh another analyst said Rudy is being useless tonight. Um I don't think he was useless. I do think that he had a hard time scoring down low over a body. His defense actually on Murray for a period of time was actually pretty good. And they've taken Rudy out of a lot of the defensive sequences because he was having, he was causing them problems would be my answer to that. Um, two questions. Why didn't we double? Why didn't they hardly run a pick and roll and O? And why didn't they run anything at Murray besides... So we put Clarkson on Murray. I thought this was misunderstood by a lot of people. We put Clarkson on Murray because we had Royce on Jokic so they could switch. Or trap the ball. One of the two. Um, I don't know what happened. I'm more concerned a little bit. We, we got very stagnant, very one-on-one offensively. We had some terrible offense possessions. Conley threw a ball to Joe. Joe threw it back to Conley. Like, Joe's like, I don't want it. You can have it. 
Conley then shoots a terrible three. We did not look in sync tonight, and our post-game reaction did not look like we were very happy. Let's go over to Instagram. Thoughts on Royce tonight? I mean, I think he's having a hard time guarding Jamal Murray, and that's his value. I don't know what – I mean, like, he's not going to suddenly score. Um, so I don't know what my thoughts on Royce are. I mean, I think we need a little bit more out of him. Let me just, this is everyone's question. So, do we need to do something to Jamal Murray? Certainly, he scored 50, 42, and 50. You can try to double team at 35 feet. But he's passing the ball to Jokic, who's one of the best passers in the league at that point. You're now bringing a third guy to Jokic at likely 30, 25 feet. You're now guarding three guys with two guys below with a great passer with the ball in his hands. Or you're double-teaming Murray and just letting Jokic shoot the three. Are we doing that? Like, let's make sure we understand what we're calling for. So if you want Murray to be double-teamed at 35 feet the way they did to Dame Lillard, which might be valid at this point, and our defense has not been good, so maybe this is the right answer, but you're double-teaming at 40 feet, 35 feet. They're playing four on three the rest of the way, and they're NBA players. We're not playing junior jazz. We're not playing ward ball. Everybody can shoot. Everybody can score. Everybody can dunk. So make sure you actually – it's great. we got to run a double team out. Maybe we should be trapping the pick and roll. We haven't trapped the pick and roll all year. If you suddenly make a team, we always said this and we brag about this when we do it to somebody else, you make a team change everything about them defensively and play a defense they've never played before in the playoffs, you break them. That's what we did to Oklahoma City. It's kind of what we did to Denver earlier in the series, and they went back to playing the game a little differently. So, sure, it's easy, and it might be right. He went 50, 44, 50, 42. He might be right. But you better be sure you actually think it's going to work. Because I don't actually think it's going to work. I, don't, I actually don't fundamentally ever believe in double-teaming the ball at 35, 40 feet. Maybe on a rare occasion. Maybe late in a game. Maybe in one a possession at a time. You do it for more than one possession, people will kill you. Jazz need to be longer and more athletic. Defensively, we are not good in this series. And they're long. They felt really long there. Quinn did not appear to ignite the team like we needed. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, we looked pretty ignited when we were up 28 to 18. I'm not sure with professional athletes, if you're waiting for your coach to ignite them, that you're not in trouble. Um, Ryan Johnson, if we end up losing this game, that third quarter will haunt us for the entire offseason in game five. Yes, it will. Do we just want the ball out of Jamal's hands at all costs or dare Jokic to win it for them? Jokic probably, I mean, Jokic game seven last year was pretty great. I mean, I think he was, I'm trying to look it up right here. Jokic game seven last year against San Antonio, 21, 15, and 10 on nine of 26. Game seven against Portland, he was 11 of 26. So that's 20 of 46. That's not great. It's going to be so fascinating to see whether guys are nervous in game seven. 
I think Nick actually sums it up. Just try something. Well, they actually tried a few different things. They did not double. Um, and I think doubling is a really is not a, is not a great approach. Um, let me see if there's any other questions. Let's go to Instagram, see what we can get, and then we'll. So there's something they're doing limiting our passing. A lot of ISO ball. Great question. So we were throwing 330 passes a game in the first three games. Then we went to 230. Then we went to like 280. And now we're stuck. First four games. We, we did. I, I'll be curious to see our passing number. I didn't feel like we swung the ball. We didn't get those moments. What they're doing is they're taking another guy in Rudy. So they've denied the Rudy role is gone. They had two guys on the ball, which our guards are small at six foot one. They have a hard time getting the passing lanes. Conley's really having a hard time with that. And then they're have one guy defending, one guy's hanging to the strong side on that corner. So there's two shooters on the other side. There's one defender. He's standing in between the two, and he's just going to wherever the ball goes, and sometimes he guesses right and knocks it out. Sometimes he slides all the way over when the, he doesn't think the pass can get back. It's pretty, it's pretty good. I, I, I worry whether or not we have an answer to that. A lot of people asking Donovan saying Donovan needs some help. Agreed. Remember Boyan Bogdanovich probably was a large part of that help. Gary Harris back for Denver was a big part of this game. Murray is shooting 70%. How can throwing a double team be worse than 70%? Jazz defense rating was a 131 tonight. There's not a lot of things that can be worse than a 131. That, that right there is the best answer that we can give you on why you should double-team Jamal Murray is because it can't get worse? It's not a great answer. Hate to say that. It's not, that's, that's not a great answer. All right. Locked on Jazz for you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to Postcast tonight. Appreciate it very much. Have a good night.